Welcome to Catching Up with the Commands podcast. My name is Dan C., joined by my beautiful wife, Sam C. Hi, guys. This is a podcast where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Do you have a child struggling with anxiety just like we do? You have to check out Worry Thoughts. Worry Thoughts and its companion book, Worry Shy, are two books made for kids with worries. These books have drastically changed our son's views on anxiety and helped him in the most positive way. We cannot say enough great things about them. Worry Thoughts is a cute, reassuring book for kids to remind them that their worries are just passing thoughts and not absolute truths. Worry Shy is an adorable story about a little boy with social anxiety and how he and his mom find a plan to understand and overcome his challenges. You can find a link to both books in our Instagram bio at Catching Up With The Commands. Help your child deal with their anxiety while showing them how strong they are with Worry Thoughts and Worry Shy books. Absolutely. And that'll kind of tie into this week, which is perfect. Absolutely. Because this week on Catching Up With The Commands, we want to share with you our story on raising a child with anxiety. If you've followed along on our YouTube channel, Dancy Bearded, then you've seen only some of the struggles that we've had with our son, Jax. And so we want to tell you guys the whole story, what we tried, what works for us, and the struggles that we still have with him daily. Backstory time? Yeah. You think, like, kind of linear start yeah, and yeah, just yeah. break it down? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, so... Do you want to start the story or you want me to? Yeah, let's begin. Okay. So Jax's uh, backstory here. He was young, about 18 months at this time, right? Yes. And yep. so he was just a little dude, and he's always he still is small. Yeah, like he's our, just a very small guy. Yeah, our other two kids are very <laughs> large for their age. Our other kids are, like, in the 99th percentile, and Jax is in, like, the 25th. Right, if right. If that, like, shows you. Creeping towards 50, yeah, we're hoping. Getting there. Yeah, he's getting he's there. getting there. But he started throwing up only at night, yeah. but it was every single night. It and, was the weirdest uh-huh. thing. It was, like, every he'd be fine during the day, totally fine, playing. Yeah. And then at night, we'd hear, like, some commotion, and then yep. he'd start crying, and we'd go in there, and it, it was, like, just throw up everywhere. Yeah, and he'd be fine real quickly. Yeah. He'd go back to sleep. Yeah. He'd be fine the next morning. It was the weirdest thing. So weird. And, of course, you hear from everybody under the sun, whether it's acid reflux or mm-hmm. all these different things. So we took him to a pediatrician, Yep. and they said that it was just a stomach thing, and it would go away. Right. And... Again, we've had a lot of complications with the medical system, and we understand there's good and bad in everything, but if you guys are starting to understand some of our frustrations with doctors and the whole system... You can see where it you started. Can, yeah, you can kind of see why here. And a month later, it was still happening. Like, still happening. Right. Every night for over a month, this child was throwing up, and the doctor was just saying, oh, it's a stomach thing. It'll pass. It'll pass. And we're like... Like, no, something is not right. In every single thing, and we'll, we'll kind of come full circle, but even with the more recent health struggles our son Jax has had, mm-hmm. as a six-year-old, they were saying, it'll go away. It's just a kid thing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And it's like, in both cases, we had to go find out, know that these could be life-threatening. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry about it. And it's the same for you. Yeah, I was like... It's just such a weird thing because you want to, like, trust the doctors and know that they've maybe seen this before Mm -hmm. and think that they're telling you the truth and not just, like, being like, oh, you're overreacting. Whatever's convenient, yeah. But I do kind of wish that we would have, like, pushed harder knowing what he was about to go Right, and we just didn't know. You know, we're told it's a kid thing. We don't really know. Our other son didn't have those, so okay. Yeah. And And so, yeah, it's been, uh, again, a month. Yeah. A month. And then there was, like, this one day, and 
it forever will haunt me this day. Like, you were at work. I was at home with Mm -hmm. Jax. My mom was over, and Jax was just, like we said, he was, like, 18 months old. He was just crying, crying, crying all day. And I have this, like, super regretful moment where I was, like, standing in the fridge. And mind you, I was, like, very deep into postpartum depression right big, here. Big like, time. it was very low. And our kids were kids. They There was a lot of cry wolf. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, yeah, it, it was definitely a, a lot to this, but yes. And so he's, like, and <clears throat> when Jax was a baby, he used to say, hold me, hold me. Yeah, we me. call him hold me baby. Hold me baby. Yeah. And so he was just standing there just crying. And, like, in my head, I'm, like, you're fine. Like, right. the doctor said you were fine. You're fine. We've been doing this for a and month. Yeah. And so he's, like, sitting there crying and crying and crying. And I just got so frustrated by it. And I was, like, Mom, can you please just come get him? Yeah. And so, but, like, that whole day, he continued crying. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, okay, something's wrong. Like, put my sassiness aside. And right. Like, we need to call somebody yeah. to, like, figure this out. So I'm, like, I'm on the phone talking to your mom because she um, had been following along with us and what was happening and stuff. And my mom's at our house, and your mom was, like, let's call so-and-so, like well, a family friend who. Yeah, backstory. I am coaching, and this is actually the. Oh, right, Yeah, right. this is a huge part of it. So I am coaching the biggest coaching day of my career. I We are playing a team that we've never beat in school history. We're not supposed to beat them, but I knew we could. I'm over an hour away from home. Our season's on the line. And Sam starts calling and texting as I'm warming up. Right? Yeah. My team is getting ready. And essentially, she's like, hey, all the stuff that she said is just going on. So I'm talking with like my sister. I'm talking with my mom. And then my sister said she had a friend who was in med school at the mm-hmm. time and stuff and was like, hey, give, and I'll just say Jordan, shout out to Jordan. She, who knows <laughs> yeah. if she saved his life yeah. or what. And she, we explained everything that was going on and immediately she called it yeah. immediately. And she was right. Yep. And we had been seeing a pediatrician time after time. Nope, nothing, nothing, nothing. We explained it to her. Oh my gosh. Boom. And so then I'm like in this weird predicament and, and I'll have Sam explain the, the rest of this, but essentially she's a doctor and she tells me and I, and I trust her and, and knew that she is yeah. really know what she's talking about. She said, if you don't get something done right now, it can be life threatening, but if you go, he will be fine. And it was like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so for me, I'm in this like predicament. I have all these kids that have had their whole career of sports on the line Mm -hmm. at this moment, but then my kid is going to the hospital and then the doctor reassuring it's going to be okay. Like Sam can handle it. I'm like, okay. Right. Like you knew that I had it like under control too. So it wasn't like this thing, like my kid or my team situation. And and yeah. And that's tough too. Cause like you said, you had that regret moment as a mom, Mm -hmm. me, that's tough as hell too. My kid's in a medical distress and and I'm having to choose, but that's your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was really tough. So that's how it all happened. I'm literally coaching. We won by the way. Got, uh, (laughs) I totally like, it doesn't even, yeah, we won. won I literally from this game was named coach of the year from the state of Michigan and to show you how messed up teaching and coaching is, I missed the. I ran out. Our team's like celebrating afterwards. I run out. I speed all the way there. The team barely acknowledges me. And the next day, the parent who was just unbelievably just stupid, like I could go on tirades, 
was criticizing me for not being there the next day while my son was in the hospital. And so, yeah, she is a disgusting human, and I hope she (laughs) hears this one day. Is she the barefoot teacher? Uh, Was that her? Different one. That's a different one, yeah, but equally as as crappy. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I'm coaching now, and now it's on Sam, and yeah, break it down. Yeah, so... I take Jax to the children's ER, and we live right outside of Flint. Yep. The only children's, only hospitals with, and why do we have so many hospitals in our area? We have three, four? Yeah. Three or four hospitals. Like, Major ones. Right in our area, but the only one with, like, a children's unit yep. is one that's Right in the heart of Flint. And we're talking like, and there's downtown Flint, and there's some nice areas. We're talking Flint. Flint, like, Flint. Like, you have to get into this children's ER. You have metal detectors. You have police officers. There's barbed wire fences to get into the ER, you guys. It's it's Flint, even, Michigan. Even walking in the parking lot with him to yeah. take him in was terrifying. It, it, it Especially, re- like, me by myself with a baby. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah, it, it really is terrifying. And so... Get him in the hospital. And, of course, now he's, you know, not throwing up, not crying. Like, that always happens with kids. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing with Jax. He, from then and always, is he would do whatever it would take to not go to the doctor, <laughs> yeah. to not go to the hospital. Yeah. And so even if he was sick, he'd, like, get it together real quick. And he would be like, oh, okay, he's crying wolf, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, so they do all these tests. They do, like, this. they make him drink this stuff and do a scan of his stomach and hook him up to an IV, and they ended up blowing out one of his veins, so his hand was, like, swollen mm. like crazy. And the craziest thing was eventually the, like, lead doctor, the surgeon he sees, was the father of a kid I was coaching. That's at, nuts. <laughs> at the pool. At the pool. I'm coaching while this is going on. The doctor who's working with Jax was a, was a parent, and I'm actually texting him. That's how crazy this was. That is really crazy. Yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I know exactly who the doctor is. And so Jax, as a baby, did not really like people. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be held by your mom for, like, over a year. Yeah, that's he, true. He was just very, like, very stubborn, still mm-hmm. is. That's him. Yep. And so he's this baby in this crib, hooked up to an IV. There are people coming in and out. All day, all night. blood, giving shots. Like, trying to fix his IV. That shit hurts. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever had an IV, like, moved around inside. It's so painful. And so it came to the point where he would hear the door open, and he'd either be, like, laying in the crib, and I was, like, sleeping in a chair next to him, and or he was laying on me, and he would wake up and scream as soon as he would hear that door open. And it was just so sad. We were there for, like... Three days. At Three. the first one, yep. No, he was only in the hospital once. Right. Okay. So he was um, he was at the hospital for three days. They ended up saying that he had something called intussusception. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain what that is? Yeah, essentially it's just your, teles- or your intestines telescope inside of each other. And his body just freaked out and spasmed and, and something happened where literally one intestine went inside another one. Yeah, and I guess that's just like, I mean, obviously it has to be so painful. Right. And they don't know if that's what caused the vomiting or if the vo- all the vomiting caused right. that. But he ended up getting um, a scope done, like an mm-hmm. upper GI scope, and we found out, like, we've all been gluten-free we assumed that our kids had it, but mm-hmm. he did get diagnosed with celiacs, but that didn't have anything to do with him being there because we're like 
uber strict on his diet yeah. and all of our diets. And then after that, they just kind of sent us home. They didn't have to like fix it or anything and didn't really like do much else besides just kind of monitor him. And so we went home and we still don't know like what the reason was behind yeah, it. Yeah, we did go to U of M Children's Hospital once and get him checked out there and, and looked at everything. So we, we got a little bit more information, but again, we did kind of leave feeling like <clears throat> if you're not immediately dying and right here, then it's just not a priority. And then so tough when it's, again, 18 months, like yeah. just a, a little tiny dude. And the biggest thing of this is that, changed the course of his young life I yeah mean, it I think really did that really and we tell you this story because I we think that that started his anxiety journey. yeah no there's no doubt about it it's like essentially turned a big building with helpful people into a scary place yeah you know like what's that like school yeah big and I building. truly don't think that he was the same kid no from going into that hospital and coming out no nope. he was so like Jack, if you know Jax now, he is very quiet, very reserved. Mm -hmm. Jax pre-hospital was crazy, outgoing, like Violet style. Yeah, and they're definitely, and we've we've talked to a therapist about this and stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, we it's probably called situational PTSD. He has some some lingering PTSD from this situation, and the more stories you're gonna hear, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and so yeah, it, it definitely was was traumatic it was and we didn't think at that we didn't have any thoughts of anxiety no. or worries for him at that moment we were just like yeah that was a scary situation yep. and just let it be but then like when he went to preschool at four years old Dan was we had something happen and Dan actually was on a work trip and Jax had a field trip to walk to the library which was like not even half a mile away with his class. And I wasn't going because I couldn't take Violet with me. You can't take siblings right. on field trips. And so there were other parents going. And I was like, hey, can you just, like, hang out with Jax? Like, to one of the grandmas or something that was going. And she's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But then, so I dropped him off at school. But then I get a call about an hour later. And the office lady's like, hey, Jax didn't go on the field trip. And he is screaming and crying. Um, could you come up here? And I was like, oh, that's really weird. Yeah. Because he had not had anything like that happen. And right. this was pretty far into the school year. It was past halfway. Yeah. Yep. This yeah. was like late winter, early spring. Yeah. Like early spring. Early spring because they yep. were walking. Yeah. Yep. And so I go pick him up and he's like, he was just like, I was sad because I didn't have a parent there. And I was like, that's weird because Jax is not like. No, he had at gone that point, to trips. Yeah. yeah. At that point, he was not that kid. Mm -hmm. Now. Now, today, he is that kid. For sure. But back then, like, he wasn't that kid. Right. And then I took him home. He was only, like, in half-day preschool, so it's not like he was, like, missing school or anything mm -hmm. like that. And he was totally fine the rest day, the rest of the day. And then when I go to take him on the next day to preschool, which was it was two days later because he only went a couple times a week, he totally refused to go. Yeah. And was screaming and crying. And I was like, okay, I guess – I'll just take you back home because right. I didn't know what to do at this point. Yeah, Maddox, our older son, was so easy. Yeah, we yeah. never had any of <laughs> this. And then from that moment on, he had anxiety about mm -hmm. going to school. Yeah. It was like hit or miss if he would go in. Sometimes he would scream and cry, and his teacher would have to come out and, like, 
bear hug him into the classroom because she was like and as me as someone who has never had a kid go through that I'm looking to the teacher and we absolutely loved this teacher she yeah. was amazing. amazing she's like I've seen this happen a lot um he'll stop like once he gets in and calms down you just have to go mm-hmm. you know what I mean like don't don't let him right. like manipulate you yeah. I guess and so she'd take him in and I'd watch there was like a one is it one way glass or two way yeah two way mirror Two-way mirror. But then do they see out if it's two ways? I don't know. So I could see into the classroom. He could not see me. Mm -hmm. And it was just so sad because he would be standing by the door just crying. And all the kids are, like, looking at him. And I was like, that can't be healthy. Right. Like, having him just sitting there like a show. But, like, slowly it started working. He had this little friend also named Jax Mm -hmm. who was very helpful in the situation and like saying like, come on, Jax, let's go play and things like that. Yeah. And then eventually he just went without being upset. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, like it's done. Yeah. The end of the year was smooth. (laughs) Yeah. It it went well. There weren't really any issues there. He always did well at school. We'd Mm -hmm. ask the teacher, he's like, yeah, he played blocks with this kid and he drew and stuff. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then, so that was preschool when he was four and then kindergarten at five, I took him, to a summer placement test because they just want to see like where the kids stack up and that was probably that was like midsummer, mm-hmm. and so randomly we walk in and he just starts getting nervous I could tell that he was nervous he has a couple tells that we'll like go over later yeah and then the freaking principal's like hey Jax how are you are oh. you feeling scared oh my god like all up in his face like and the- I'm like Shut the fuck up and back up before I slap you. The opposite of what oh any my kid God. in anxious situation was. Also, can we stop and talk about, like, why in situations do other oh. adults think that they're being helpful Everywhere. by, like, calling kids out? Always. Like, we'll be at the gym and uh. Violet's having a moment, and then they'll, like, run up. And, and, they, and again, they think they're being helpful, but they run up and they're like, Hey, little girl, are you upset? Why are you sad? Yeah, like, uh, no shit, she's upset. Like, you're not helping and right it's now. it's always, like, three levels too high on yeah. the volume scale. Right. Like, always. T- first off, take your shit down three levels. Why do, I'm whispering to my daughter. Why do old people yell at kids? Because they can't hear. Because <laughs> they can't yeah. hear. They're deaf. <laughs> so, yeah, the principal came in over-aggressive. Yeah, and, and, and I just, think yeah. that really pushed him over the edge because 100%. the person that was administering, like, the placement test was going to be his kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. She, he knows her. Yeah. She's so nice. We love her. It was Maddox's old teacher. Yep. I had her kid. I yeah. had her son in class, <laughs> and I coached her other son. Amazing. And God, yeah, it just was such a like hard thing to be like, why, like, what, what's going on yeah. here? And he refused to take it. Right, he at, did. At that yeah. time, he wouldn't take the test. He, I so I took him in to go sit at. It was like in this tiny little library. It wasn't like he was in a in a room right. like full of a ton of people staring at him or anything. But he wouldn't sit down at her desk. I took him out in the hallway, and I'm, you know, you try all the things. You try being stern. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, you're grounded when we get home if you don't go in there. Then you try being nice, and then you try being like. Bribing. Bribing. <laughs> and he actually ended up biting me yeah. and drawing blood, which was kind of like the point where I was like, oh, shit. Like, 
I should just leave. Yeah, and I mean, and we're going to get into it all, but when you talk like fight or flight, yeah, <laughs> he was in that mindset. He it was. was not him. Like there was literal chemicals in his body saying, you're in danger, yeah. get the fuck out of yeah. here. And and you, it's, it's terrible. And I know a lot of like uh, air quotes, old heads would be like, oh, I would smack the oh shit out my of my God. kid if he ever did that to me. It's like, like that, that's yeah, great parenting. Right. That's absolutely <laughs> atrocious. This kid is going through something true PTSD, yeah. true fight or flight. And of course it's not okay, but you got to understand why you got to understand yeah. how to kind of figure that out. And yeah, that was tough. And again, this was, I, I think I left once that year for work because I was still right, teaching. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, this was like once. and uh, Or this was last year. So this is my first year out. And I only had – like, You went I, on like one trip yeah, and, of course, this stuff happened. I, I hate being away. And part of it was and, – and definitely things like PTSD, when you change schedules or situations, it really ramps up. Yeah. So I get it. But I would leave and just freaking shit would go to the fan. <laughs> it <and everything>. always <laughs> – Every it still time. does. <laughs> I'm like one day and I'm like, I'm just trying to go to this work thing. And it's like literally like this happened, this happened, this happened. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I didn't know how I could help. And yeah. I'm just trying to walk you through yeah, it. Yeah. So we just ended up leaving and I was like, I don't know if we'll he has to take this yeah. test, but if he does do it when once school starts, cause I'm not putting him through that. And then it's like the rest of the summer was great. There, yeah. was, there were no issues for the rest of that summer. And school starting and again this was and now was kind of cool timing because i am home i've mm-hmm. uh, and, and doing the the full content creator work so we could both go to school i could go you could go yeah and we were clearly very worried about the first month you know yeah and right. like oh here okay oh my like gosh. all kids are nervous i feel like yeah. anyways and then yeah. putting him in that situation we were just like yeah. Like walking on eggshells. And we didn't talk about school like no. that whole no. that whole rest of the summer. <laughs> and we were like super strategic on the leading nights beforehand, how we we do it. Like yep. everything we do at Jax is very strategic. Yeah, we're, it really is. We're always on the same page. Still to this day. Yes. Oh, like we were like, hey, you got to, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the first day, first month was great. Perfect. What the heck? He we're was like, excited. He's over it. Yeah. <laughs> and we were lucky because he had that year with Maddox in his same school. Yes, I think that's so helpful. It, that was the saving grace there. And he was familiar. He had actually been in his teacher's house mm-hmm. at a graduation party for her son mm-hmm. before he even had her. So yeah. that familiarity was really, really, really key. To yeah. It. I don't know how this whole story would have went down if he <sighs> had a teacher that he didn't know. I had, or didn't like even or didn't worse. like yeah. yeah and so we're doing great and then october hits yes and this truly seemed like the most random of random it was and to this day i feel like something happened at school that like at triggered school. him like someone said yeah. something to him he might have had an accident or yep. something and there's no doubt yeah. something no matter we've asked everyone and i don't think anybody knows anything yeah. i don't think there's no. anything hidden <laughs> there but something happened and just one day, and it always started with his stomach being upset, mm-hmm. which looking back, you're like, oh, was that just a manifestation of his anxiety? Yeah. And it actually did right. hurt, but he didn't know oh how to understand. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. when he was little, was he just having separation anxiety, and Probably. that's how it showed? Probably. Oh, you know, it's it's just yeah, manifesting itself in actual symptoms. Ugh. And so he refused to go to school, and it was either the first or second day, and I was with him. And I remember the same kind of thing because I didn't go through the things Sam did. And I'm like, 
okay, I just leave with him. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not I remember s- you just yeah. came home with him, yeah. and I was like, what's Jack's doing yeah. back home? <laughs> so I think that was the first thing. I'm like, I'm not going to fight, because essentially how it works is we have the school drop-off line, and once 28 after hits, then everybody gets out. Yeah. There's no way to go around cars. You're in a one-lane, like, mm-hmm. physically barriered in. You boot your kid out, and you yeah. got to go. And you got to go, otherwise the parents are real impatient. So we hit the time. That's when Jack started refusing to go out, and I'm like, I can't fight with him yeah, here. There's right, a whole, right. literally the hundreds of cars waiting behind me. And so I think I pulled into the parking lot and I'm like trying to figure this out with yeah. him and stuff. And then I'm like, also now we have learned like, Hey, kids can be kids, but you also need to kind of give them a benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and not just be like, no, can't do that. And so he refused to go in and it got worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. I mean, it was a solid two months of fighting to and get him to go to school. No, it was like not even just school. No. He, we had signed him up for fall soccer. Yeah. And I don't know, did he play a few games first or was it no. like the first time? He's no. like, I ain't going out he, there. So he, the first time, wouldn't even go, right. go okay. in. And it was like, whoa. And Maddox had been playing. Jax had played at home and like loved it. Yeah. was super skilled. We're like, okay, we know he's going to be good. And he wouldn't go. And so then I think the next week you went and mm-hmm. you just sat on the bench with him. Yeah. We got him over to the bench and just calmly we're like, okay, I'm yep. here for you, buddy. Right. We're like trying all the things because Maddox is there also yeah. playing soccer just at a different like area. Yep. We're like, do you want Maddox to come play with mm-hmm. you? Do you want us to go out on the field? Because some, there were some, I mean, yeah. you got to remember he's five at this point. So right. there were some parents out on the field for this beginner soccer thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to do anything. We tried talking to the coaches yeah. and having the coaches help. And they were great. Yeah, they were great. But, and then when he would go out on the field, he would cry the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's not fun for anybody, yep. and that's not helping. And you know again, what I mean? At this time, you get old heads being like, just boot them and leave. <laughs> just leave, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is and real. That's why your kids are yeah. fucked up. And so we started to work with the school to have a plan. Because, I mean, this was still, like, you'd go to leave, and this was, like, the hardest time on me mm-hmm. ever to, like, my soul. Like, so hard. Yeah. You'd go in he would literally latch on to you and mm-hmm. would not get off you. And he yeah. was like really in like panic and terror. Mm-hmm. And we tried everything and everything, but we ended up having a meeting with the principal, teachers, uh, social emotional counselor, mm-hmm. um, other helpers that were like in the room. We literally sat at the little tiny yeah. kindergarten table with like the chair that fits one butt cheek. Yeah, you know? right. And, so and like at that point, we had looked into virtual schooling for him. Oh, that's and actually what it was about. We were like on almost yep. ready to like sign him up. And then the principal was like, well, look, come in for a meeting. Yeah. Because she obviously wanted to try to keep him at right. the hair, her school. Yep. And so she's like, come in for a meeting and we'll like try to figure out a plan. Mm-hmm. And so we're all sitting here trying to figure out this next step for Jackson, what we can do. Yeah. And then kind of crazy, right? We know COVID and quarantines and all that mm-hmm. was horrible for so many people in situations. But you got to look at some things that were different that were good out of them. One of them is our school district got a grant to have special positions, and they were SEL positions, social emotional learning. And this is during COVID, right? This is during COVID, yeah. yep. And so they say, hey, we can give you enough money for like three years to have these people that essentially these kids are going to be fucked up. They mm-hmm. grew up at a time when Which, they like, shouldn't how messed be. Up is I know. Like they're, they're growing up in, in uh. this weird time when – they should be developing their social skills yeah. and they're not because they're trapped inside right. for three years, you know? And so they had these ones. And for when they came back. 
to school, right? Like exactly, exactly. And so this, their job was to help kids with anxiety, Mm -hmm. to help kids learn how to be social. I'll never forget when we came back from COVID, I'm teaching seventh grade, I look out on recess and they're playing like cootie tag. And it was like, (laughs) whoa, like seventh graders are usually way more like act cool, play basketball, you know, talk in circles. And they're like running around like little Well, that's because they weren't what was it? Fourth grade was yeah. their last real 100%. year of school. Yep. And it was just crazy. That's a year older than Maddox right I know. now. And that's how they acted. That's that was so all they knew because otherwise they were in their bedroom online. Yeah. And so uh, we'll just go Miss Miss B on this one, yeah. right? We don't need any specifics. But they had Miss B who was in uh, an SEL teacher and she was life changing. Oh, my God. I could just kiss her. Yeah. I'm, I am so thankful for her. She is absolutely amazing to the point where at the end of the year, I said, I don't know if the grant is up for her. And I wrote the principal a long email. I said, you need to keep her no matter what you need to do. I wrote her an email too. Oh my I was gosh. like, I love yep. her so much. Please don't let her go. Yeah, whatever <laughs> funds you need to allocate and switch around, she needs to stay because she's changing lives. Yeah. And essentially, we had open communication with her. She was like, I'll do whatever it takes for Jax. And she created a safe place for him. Mm-hmm. He trusted her. She would meet us at the van to get him out, even if it was a cold day. Yeah. She would meet him at the door. She would let him come in early. She would leave meetings. Like yeah. She was there for him with just the best intentions. Yeah, she would like figure out what what Jax, she'd like let him lead her. Yeah. Like if it was like a really hard day, she'd be like, hey, do you want to just come into my office and hang out? We can play with Play-Doh. Or if she saw that he was like, you know, having fun as he was walking mm-hmm. in, she'd be like, do you want to, do you just want me to walk you to class? Yeah. Or she'd get his work from his teacher and just bring it to her office and help him. Like, she did so much, so many different ways. And even just getting him comfortable was huge victory. But then she was empowering him. Yeah. She would give him different jobs. Like, hey, can you go go to the office and print these things out? Can you go deliver mail to this teacher? Can you go deliver mail to that teacher? And I'll never forget, we went in for, like, conferences. And we went in for, like, an assembly. Mm -hmm. And walking through the hall with Jax to go to conferences. Conferences, oh my God. the office ladies would be like, hey, Jax. And he'd be like, hey. And then we'd go in there and be like, he is the best. We love him so it's much. The so office lady was like, he would just march right back to the printer, act <laughs> like he knew what he was doing, and he'd print that thing <laughs> out. And then we'd go by every teacher is like, hey, Jax. And all the kids were like, hey, Jax. Hey, Jax. We're like, what the hell? I know. Like, we're who like are looking you? at each other like, what is going on? We because were shocked. Every It was like everybody loved him. Like, And it was just pure passion with how much they loved him. You could just, and Jax is the sweetest guy yeah. ever. And one thing that was so crazy too. Dude, the kids be, started being like uh, seeing him and they'd say, what up, CK? Hey, CK. And we're like, what the hell is CK? And he's like, not ah, cool kid. And we're like, what? And it was Maddox's yeah. friends who started that yep. because Maddox and Jax are just so close that yeah. he inevitably is like in their friend group yeah. now. And they still, to this day, they all love Jax. It's so cool. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, when they have like play dates and stuff, they're like, yeah, bring your brother too. Yeah. And, and so that was huge. And, and having Maddox, who Maddox is is a leader. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, I'm sure all parents say that, but it, it's true. If you see him in sports, he's running the line. If it's yeah. gym, he makes the game. I and think stuff. that's like a 
very like first child thing. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And so with Maddox kind of being a leader, he is uh, he's he's athletic, he's popular because he's a nice kid and good looking, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kids kind of look to him. He set the tone. Like if he would have been a shitty big brother, yeah. that would have ruined Jax's life. That's true. Like, but he Go was Maddox. like he was building up his brother. Like that's my that's my brother right there. He's so good at soccer. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like he is always his biggest cheerleader, which is so cool. It is so cute. And, and same for Jax the other way. And so I just want to say, like, if you guys have this social, emotional learning, like, Mm -hmm. counselor, teacher at your school, and your child has anxiety or anything along that, like, take advantage of that. Because it is just so incredibly helpful. And I didn't even know about it until you had said something. I was so happy that they, because I knew, I have a master's in curriculum and all this stuff. And so when they had that, I was like, oh, my gosh. And she was so good to the point where... There are things bigger than a kindergarten lesson, mm-hmm. right? If Jax is having a really bad day, she would take him in her office and say, hey, you want to play with Play-Doh? Yep. And Jax would come home from a day that would have been catastrophic to, I uh, got to open up a yellow Play-Doh with uh, <laughs> with Miss B today. And it yep. was like, that's so cool. And was just so, 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 so good about it. And she still helps us with him to this yeah. day. Like there was a couple weeks ago, he had a random, random anxious day and- he was crying and didn't want to go, and we, I, she's, I have her phone number, and so I'm texting her. I'm like, "Can you be on call? He's crying in the car. Yeah. We think we can get him in, but if not, can you be like ready and waiting at the door?" Yeah. And she was. She like was like totally fine. Like, yes, yeah. drop everything, come help. Yeah. It was so random. We had a, another day where I had to take him to school, and he he's so cute and so good about it. So he missed the morning mm-hmm. with anxiety. We get him talked into because essentially what happened is if these days happen, he, it's like the world is ending in the morning. Mm-hmm. We get him back. Now he feels safe. His guard lets down and he's fine. He's cute. He's energetic. He's eating. He's doing great. We get him to say, hey, let's go to, to school. And I think we had like Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. right? Just as like a reward. If we make it through this day, you know, this is your reward. And he was like, okay. And he started to get emotional. And I was like, let's just go in. We go in and I'm like, can we go drop off your backpack? And he was like, yes. And and, and I guess I'm on that too in a second, which is kind of double-edged sword. But we go put his backpack down and then we go to the office and we're like, oh, and they're like, he's uh, his class is out on recess. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's like the worst yeah, possible right. thing. Because a kid with anxiety, you don't want attention. Mm-hmm. What happens when you walk into recess and you haven't been there all day? Jax, yeah. you know? And so we start walking out there. He starts slowing behind me, starts showing some of his signs, and then he looks at me and he goes, Dad, can I, can we please go to the van so I can have a minute? And I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, so good about him. Like, for sure. We go to the van, he loses Mm -hmm. it. I'm on the phone with Sam, and Sam's like, you gotta get him into school. She's like, not an option. I'm terrified that it's gonna start all over again. So I, like, never want. Yeah. If, like, we have the ability to keep him there, like, if he went back, like, I think you can get him in. Yeah. Because I just don't, like, I'm, I have PTSD from him having PTSD. Yeah, so it was bad, but I got him in the office, and we had gotten his backpack back and stuff, and I went in the office, I'm like, okay, I said, Jax is is struggling with some anxiety right now, we're just going to kind of hang out in here, maybe till they go back to class, Mm -hmm. I said, can we go drop his stuff off? And as he's having this full-blown, like, breakdown, they're like, and, and I'm not going to say who the position, actually, well, the principal, <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah, but you cannot go with him. What? I said, huh? I, I already did. Right. And, and she was like, nope, that's our policy doesn't let the, the t- uh, parents to go through and do that. But and I'm what, like, to, 
to his hook. Yeah, to go walk to his hook once school had already started. I literally do that every time I, I go into the building. I did first, and for some reason that was her thing. Now, I don't know if it was like she thought that would be better for his anxiety and was like trying to help or something, which if that's well, the case. you didn't tell me yeah, that. You didn't, you didn't, yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't, you know I mean, but no, she straight up told me no. And so I get him calmed down. I'm like, hey, can you go put yourself on your hook? He's like, yep. I said, you can come right back here. And he's like, are you going to be here? I'm like, yep. So he's kind of crying, kind of losing it. And a couple times I'm like, all right, buddy, two minutes, latches on my leg, mm. like old school, old school. We're in the office. Finally, I, I talk him into it because I'm not going to physically make him do it. Anything. Yeah. I'm not going to push him or off of me. I'm not going to rip his arms off. Finally get him calmed down. He's still crying, still really sad. And I said, I'm going to leave in 30 seconds, okay? You can hang here as long as you want. I leave. He eventually gets to class. His teacher texts you and said he's doing great now. Yep. I was like, oh, my gosh. So it still does happen randomly in mm -hmm. – and we still are We're like working through it. Yeah. For it though. Yeah. We know like this works for him. This is what we can do. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What starting over. Okay. Let's just run through some key points of what we've tried okay. and maybe if it went well, if it didn't go well, anything oh like that. Okay. I know. So <laughs> like like I said, we tried being harsh. Yeah. We tried the you're going to be grounded if you don't go to school or your your dad's going to be so mad when you when you're you come home or something like when you're learning, that doesn't work. <laughs> you don't you don't know if this, this is real. You don't because you hear all the stories of kids staying home and yeah. manipulating their parents yeah. and stuff. And we're learning, we're yeah. learning, you know. And, and that wasn't the right route. No, it wasn't, and it was, it was not the best look. You know no, what I mean? For sure. And then we tried bribing him with things. Yeah, we're like, you can have this new toy. You can go pick out any. I literally said to him, I was like, we can go to Target after school and you can pick out anything. <laughs> and I, I was like willing yeah. to drop hundreds of dollars yep. on this kid at that point. <laughs> and I, I do think there's a time and place for yeah, rewards for sure. because we are human. That's what our life is. Would mm -hmm. any of you listening right now still be doing your job at the pace you would without rewards? Probably not. So I, I do think there's a time and place with rewards. Bribing, I think, is, is a different side of things. But yeah, that hit or miss, yeah. definitely some... <laughs> some strategies and then I remember I because I was just looking stuff up like yeah. how I can help and I saw a couple things about kids when they go to school for their first time they have a bracelet on and the parent has a bracelet yeah. on and they're like if you ever get worried like look at this and mm -hmm. you'll know that like I'm wearing mine too and thinking about you that didn't work. I'm pretty sure he broke the bracelet <laughs> on the first day. But I will say that's kind of like a form of like a comfort item. Yeah. And that has worked yeah. more lately. And we'll kind of get into that. He really likes fidget toys. Yes. And he really likes like, and, and this could probably be counted as a fidget toy, but like little stuffed animal, yep. little stress ball type yep. things. He really likes those. And you've scored the jackpot on oh some of these. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Timu for the win That's for the fidget toys. Secret sauce right there, you guys. Um, are we in there, so for Timu, it's incredibly cheap. Right. Same stuff that you buy on Amazon, but just really cheap. Takes a little bit longer to get here. Yeah. So I just hit up every fidget toy mm -hmm. I could see I got for him. And for Maddox, and too. And for Maddox, ADHD. because Maddox has ADHD. So mm -hmm. he, like, physically needs those to, like, comfort himself, yeah. too. And those toys have been so great, especially, like, we got – they're very into the prime – hydration drink not the energy drink don't yep. come at us like we're bad parents giving right. our kids energy right, drinks. right 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 <laughs> so they make a um like stress ball yeah. of the prime things and that's like 
both of the boys' favorite fidget it's toys cool. right now. It's cool, and, yeah. And the feeling's pretty satisfying. So that actually was one of the first times where it's like, this is making, other than the SEL teacher, this mm-hmm. is making a big difference. Yeah. He, he really wanted to have something. Mm-hmm. And even recently, you got him Worry Stones, which yep. is like a really satisfying stone that you rub your it thumb on. It has like on. a little divot for yeah. your thumb that you rub like when you're f- feeling anxious. Yeah. So that that is definitely huge. Also, of course, having his counselor there and working mm-hmm. with her was huge. And then I remember like looking at different ideas for this one and then seeing it come to life was really cool. The outside of like the, Hey, if you, if you go in today, we'll get you to target <laughs> more like dialed in. You made a reward chart. Yeah. And that was, was huge. It was like a last minute yeah. effort. This yep. was right when we were like <sighs> looking at, at like switching him to homeschool and things like that. Big time. And so I made this chart and I, th- I feel like you gave me the idea for it. So I can't yeah, remember. We but. had a family friend that had a similar concept, but they used like colored ping pong balls. Okay. And if you were able to do something, you got a colored ping yeah. pong ball and then you made it your own and I loved it. Yeah. So it was like every five days there would be a prize Yeah. and it'd start with smaller prizes and get bigger. And when he would come home from school, he'd be like, I made it another day and he'd cross off a day. Physically. Like one step closer. Yep to this reward and I had like a picture of the rewards on there and we started off with like a pack of Pokemon cards then some new goalie soccer goalie gloves and then a trip to his favorite pizza place and then the big one was like going to the trampoline yeah. park and they were really into that at the mm-hmm. time and so he was determined to make it to the trampoline park yeah it was really cool it I think gave it, him something I think from the the moment that we created that I don't think that he skipped a day Right, until like, this year. And until, then, yeah. Yeah, and so that one was really huge. It gave him pride. It mm-hmm. It's important to have a chart that they can see, that he can physically manipulate and yeah. stuff. That was huge. And outside of that, we were, and we're like this with our kids anyway, mm-hmm. but we were super open with conversation. Yeah. Like, we just talked to him, and, like, we talked to him about anxiety, talked to him about worries. You shared some of the uh, things yeah. you've gone through. Yeah, him and I, I think, are very similar mm-hmm. on a lot of things, like um, like medical-type things, like gut health things and anxiety. And so I, I'm always, like, very open and yeah. honest with him about stuff like that. And I think that helps because we're not the type of parents to try to, like, hide things. No, not we, at all. Like, if they asked us where babies come from, you're going to be getting the answer. Right. Like, or if, <laughs> if, if a kid at school, Dad, what's this word mean? I heard so-and-so say it. We tell them. Yeah. We explain it. You know, we're not going to make up or yeah. be like, that's a bad kid. You know, yeah. it's just worse. Violet, on the other hand, I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, know if we'll we can see. tell her anything. <laughs> so that, that's been huge. And, and Sam did a lot of the talking, and then I came in and had my style of talking. But one thing that we always said is, like, we're not going to force him mm-hmm. into anything. And we're going to be there for him. And, and you were always big on this. Like, he just needed to hug sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. He is a very lovey kid. Very touch. He, yes. Yep. He he needs touch. And sometimes you just have to give him a big hug and just sit with him yep. for a minute. So, like, literally his nervous system has to, like, yeah. calm down. Yep, straight up. And so we're finding that's been huge. And then maybe the biggest piece of the pie, biggest puzzle piece, has been his food. Yeah, so Jax, from the start, has been an incredibly picky eater. Yeah, and he has celiac, so, he has celiac. so difficult. And we're really, right now, like right now, in yeah. the middle of figuring out some other stomach stuff with yep. him. 
And so that's a whole big thing on figuring out why he's not eating a lot. But he's always been super picky. And then you add celiac on top of that, and that (laughs) narrows it down halfway. And then he was dairy-free for, like, three years because we thought that was contributing to other things, which it could have been, and he could have outgrew it. Exactly. Yeah. And now he eats dairy, but we're it's just yeah we're finding the key for him is protein yes if he does not get enough protein he's a different person yeah his mood his energy like you and like, me both brother yeah like he <laughs> needs protein and so we've kind of turned it into a game i know you always say you always like feel weird about this but if he eats something he immediately pulls up the nutrition facts mm-hmm. and he tell he just says the calories just because they're interesting and yeah you're like always, by no means yeah we do not track calories no we do not discuss calories. Nope. I, as a female, feel like I need to say this. Like, that is not nope. me. I am not that, like, skinny mom. Like, oh, I can only have <laughs> so 1,000 calories. When any, Anytime Jax mentions anything nutrition, Sam's like, out in public, Sam's, like, horrified. Like, don't judge us. <laughs> we're not that. But what he does is he reads the protein. Yep. He understands the per serving. And he literally tries to keep track, like, it's a game of his protein numbers. And that's been life-changing he will come at me and be like i got 100 grams of protein today how much do you have (laughs) i'm like uh 50 yeah (laughs) and some days are better than others he burns out real quick on things we'll get two or three days of him eating something and he's difficult because where we know he burns out so the people listening like just have him eat something different on he yeah, won't. Good luck. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. So that's been huge. We are yeah. finding his food and his water <sighs> might be the biggest factor. And I have no concept of what he was eating like back in preschool or I don't kindergarten. You know, I have no idea. So that's been big. And then the one that I would say has been, other than the SEL teacher, mm-hmm. which was huge, yeah. genuinely the most favorite awakening moment, the greatest thing to, to come to this journey was... The Worry Thoughts book. Yes. Which is the sponsor this week. Yes. And the craziest thing is, obviously, I have the YouTube channel. The author of this book was one of my subscribers. It's so cool. And I don't remember the exact origin of it, but essentially, we were super open. And mm-hmm. we would share on our live streams. And we'd share on Instagram all the struggles with mm-hmm. Jax. And I think he was just like, hey, man, can I can I send you? And we did do a, a therapist meeting, too, about parenting. Yeah. And uh, essentially, we were happy we did that meeting. It just confirmed everything thing we were doing yeah if you remember exactly. we were like oh yeah we're good yeah but he and sometimes you need that as right. a parent just that confirmation well, like you are doing the right thing there's no guidebook right there's no like somebody blue, write yeah, a book <laughs> and cover every single possible <laughs> situation and variable that is, is longest so, book in yeah, history yeah for sure and so he reached out the author and he was like hey i write books and this one is one that helps and you described it in the the sponsor intro yeah. and essentially we'd read it and the first time I read it, Jax was like, can we read it again? Mm. And I was like, oh, man. And I think he, like, wanted to read a line to you or say a line to yeah. you, if I remember correctly. And essentially, it was just really good. Like, the lines still ring in my head. And it was like, the the thoughts come in one, uh, one door and then they leave. And it's like, yeah. it's only a real thing if you make it a real thing. It's not magic mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it will, like, for whatever reason super resonated with Jack. Yeah. And I think that kids sometimes do need to see that like outside view. Yeah. Not because, you know, like kids listen to their teachers better than they listen to their parents. Like they need that outside reassurance that you're, you might be telling them the same fucking thing, but hearing it from something else like this book 
then it like resonated with him more. Yeah. And I would read it once, then he would start that to read it. That is the cutest thing. And then he would ask to read it twice and like go through. We let him bring it to school with yes, him. Yes, like and stuff. he has a copy in his backpack yeah. right now for if he ever feels worried. Yep. And like this, at school. This was so important to us that we bought another copy to give to the SEL teacher. We're mm-hmm. going to drop it off on Monday, Miss B, by the way. <laughs> and so we'll give that on Monday and the new book yes. too. And it really did give him a sense of calm. It's just. It's a cute book. He's so cute reading mm-hmm. it. I would have never in a million years thought that a book could change his no. life. And we would read it every night, sometimes every morning. I mean, this isn't just like, oh, it's a sponsor of pop. Like, this has a huge part of our family's history. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. I'm so incredibly grateful for that mm-hmm. book. Yep. And we're so happy that he has a copy. We're so happy that we're giving copies to the school. I like, just want to give copies yeah. to everybody. Like, here, if here. It, if it helps our kid, I know it can help other kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, truly, if any of this is resonating with you guys, give it a shot. It's on Amazon, and it's amazing. Yeah. It and there's a link amazing. in our Instagram page bio at Catching Up With The Commands. It'll take you right there. Yep. yep. Super easy to Absolutely. find. Now, I think really... Really important here is to go over the struggles that are still going on and then the signs we look out for. Yes. Because we didn't know these were signs yeah. until we realized You it. start reading it and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, check, yes. check, check. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so what's uh, what's still going on with Jax? Yeah, so we, Jax. S- we still have anxious moments with him yep. that happen usually with school. Um Pretty much for with soccer, he's been pretty good, right? He's been great. Knock, knock on yeah, wood. He's been confident, and yeah, it happens with school. It happens with other adults. Yeah, he, he still get, doesn't really like yeah. new, no. overbearing adults. Right. He got weird with my parents for a long time. Oh my he, gosh, I forgot about yeah, that. We'd go to my parents' house, and he wouldn't. He didn't see them the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times a year? Yeah, you know, and couple. so yeah, a few times a year. He would have to wait out in the driveway mm-hmm. while everyone went in because my parents. Well, you would stay with him. We I, did not leave correct, my five year old in the driveway. I, I always <laughs> stayed with him and calmed him and talked to him. But my dad's got a big personality, like uh-huh. welcoming kids. Like, oh, and silly. they had a bunch of dogs right. that were just loud and stuff. So, so and I that, get that. Yeah, so we definitely have some of those struggles. The food is still a struggle. Yeah, the as food. We said. Yeah, the food, and that probably has to do with some gut health stuff. Yep. And we're we're getting to the bottom of it. Right. We're figuring and, it out. But it's not that's not easy because he still doesn't like doctors and hospitals. Yeah, oh like God. he's broken to his uh, elbows, both of them. Yeah. And man, that's a whole predict. Like I said, when I told you he'll do anything to not go to the hospital, he broke his elbow once. Mm-hmm. And you guys know the tests, right? They're not bad parents, but they say like, hey, can you bend your elbow? If mm-hmm. you can, you're not broken. This dude didn't want to go to the hospital so bad. He had broken his elbow in three places and was like, Aah! and then <laughs> stretched his elbow out fully open when it was broken. Dude is a savage. Oh my god! So that's that's important. Now, what are the tells? And these ones, these mean so much to me because we really see it Mm -hmm. and stuff. So, what are some of the tells? So, I'm gonna let you describe the first one. But some of the things that he does is he will look away big time. He does not like to make eye contact with anybody if he's feeling anxious, including us, people that he's comfortable with. He always seems like he's holding back tears when he talks. hundred percent. Like he's right on the verge. He's he's holding it in. He doesn't want to show any weakness. That's like me right now. Like at this time of the month, I'm so like 
everything triggers my cry. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not fucking trying to cry. Yeah. It's just coming out. She was she was uh, petting our cat and crying yesterday. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, I don't even know. There's nothing to crying. cry about right now. I'm not trying to. I'm like, okay. Okay. So definitely. And he gets very quiet. Mm-hmm. He, when he, if he chooses to talk, yeah. it will be a whisper. Yep. You and have if, to be like, what? What if, did you say? And that's only if it's just me and Sam around. Mm-hmm. If there's other people, you're not getting yeah. anything out, especially when these, man, read the room, people. Like, when people <laughs> come to that it's and they're so like, what's going on, buddy? Get the yeah. fuck out of his yeah. face. Like, yeah. and he will fight you. So, <laughs> he good, will. good luck. Don't make him yeah. fight you. <laughs> and in those situations, if there is anybody around, he goes behind us like we're protection mm-hmm. shields. Yeah. Every and time. we are. Yep. Yeah. He'll grab our legs. He knows we're safe. Yeah. But the biggest one, this mm-hmm. is the key tell you guys, and I've noticed it with other kids since, is I call it fish mouth. Mm-hmm. When he gets really anxious, he starts opening his mouth like it's a fish that's out of water, you know, yeah. and they're just like trying to. Like he can't to, breathe. Yes. And he goes, and it's like a little lip smack, and he'll look away. All these things kind of combine into one moment. Yeah, at the same time, he's moment. looking away. You can tell he's fighting back yep. tears. He's, he's doing the mouth thing. Uh-huh. It, His like, eyes are going up. Yep. He's got little tears coming in. He's blinking like he's trying to fight the tears. He does the mouth thing. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes, you'd be like, and, and he, the thing I love, it, it's so sad, but it's so sweet is he tries to fight through he it. Does. Like when he's doing that and he turns to the side, he's trying to be like, I got this. I can get through the mm-hmm. moment. And sometimes he does. Sometimes it gets the better of him. Yeah. But we know, and we know pretty dang quickly now. We do. It's, we've got it dialed we've, in. Yeah, we know the tells and we always keep our eyes out yep. for like the anxious tells. We know that they're coming. Like if he starts doing one, but thankfully they are coming farther and farther oh, apart. So he good. has grown. Like I'm so proud of this kid. He has grown so much in such a short amount of time. Oh. Well, you talked about him playing soccer and not going out on the field. Yeah, he now is playing two years up. Yep, in soccer at in club bu- soccer, not a, like yeah, without yeah, yeah, rec real, soccer, like, <laughs> no real soccer, like high level soccer. He was playing ten year olds on his last game. <laughs> ten year olds, you guys. He's six, right, and was doing great. Yeah, and so he is. There's never. I've never had a thought of going to soccer, anything soccer related with any worries. School, it's still always in the back of my mind. Anytime yep. he goes to school, I'm yep. still like, heck yes. <laughs> we, yeah, right. we say he it. did it. We say it. We're like, Every that was another we're great. like, good drop off. Yeah, great drop <laughs> off. So he's come so far and who knows where we would be on this journey without any of those key pieces. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is watch for those tells, listen to your kid and that's really and been a big difference. Advocate for your child. Oh my God. 100%. We're, we're going to have to do a full pod. We're in another advo- <laughs> advocating situation with Maddox. Yep. And it's like, at what point in history did we villainize parents for sticking up for their kids? Right. Like, why is that a bad right. thing? And why? And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I refuse to feel bad for that. Like mm-hmm. you'll still be like, oh, I don't want to be looked at this one. Well, fuck yeah. them. No, I'm, I'm doing this for my kid and my family. And so, at what yeah. point did it become? That not all adults are advocating for kids. Right. When, yeah, what is that shit? Right. It's gross. It is. And you've always talked about that. Like, yeah. what happened to the village? Like, right. what happened to yeah. that? So, man, Ugh. so proud of how far he's come. Yes. And this has just been our journey. And, man, if this helps someone even be like, oh, my gosh, my kid does that. Wow, that would be really True. cool. Uh, yeah. And if anybody is in a similar situation and you have questions or literally just want to vent about mm-hmm. the situation – Message us both. Anytime. 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 So with that said, you guys, thank you for listening to Jack's story. 
If you guys have children with anxiety, we feel you. It's hard to understand how they are feeling when they don't even know what exactly they are feeling and why. Hopefully, some of our little tips can help you if you're in a similar position. But we want to say a huge thank you to Corbett, the author of The Worry Thoughts and The Worry Shy books. We don't know where Jax's anxiety journey would be right now without these books. They have been so incredibly helpful for us, and we are highly recommending them. You can find the link in our Instagram at uh, Catching Up With The Commands bio. And while you're there, leave us a comment on our weekly discussion post. Did anything like stick out to you? Did it resonate with you? Do you have a child in a similar situation? Do you have things that you found that worked for you? We want to know. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Ta-ta.